how to make shungite water. Grab a glass, throw in your shungite stones, pour the water on the top, let it sit. Grab a new glass of refreshing shungite water and allow it to detox your energy. Feel and embrace your new balanced self. This has been how to make shungite water. Scan and buy your shungite today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from California is Michelle Johnson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. That's for darn sure. So what part of California are you from? I am in the Central Valley, so about uh, 50 miles south of Sacramento. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Right smack in the middle. Right smack in the middle. That's a good place to be. <laughs> you got a long state to be in the middle of. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to read a short bio, Michelle, and then we're going to get into this juicy conversation. Okay. Michelle Johnson is a 56-year-old mother of five and grandmother of four. She's been teaching special ed for over 26 years, and it has been a passion for her to help children. For the past three years, she's been involved in research and discovery of holistic and alternatives to health and is committed now to helping everyone see the benefits of their unique body and what it can do. That's exciting. Yes. So what have you learned so far? What is the best thing or that I shouldn't say best thing. What is the most interesting thing that you have found your unique, unique body can do? So I think the most exciting thing, the most interesting thing, but the most exciting thing is that our bodies are absolutely incredible when we feed them correctly and give them what they need. And when we're younger, our bodies do all kinds of incredible, fabulous, fantastic things. As we get older, that kind of stops. Things shut down. They don't work as well as they used to. And pathways in our body turn off. And I have learned that we can absolutely turn them back on, getting our bodies to work the way that they did when we were younger. So we could be healthier, happier, live longer, healthier, longer, healthier, happier lives. <laughs> that is so true. And, and it's great that you discovered that because I discovered that so long ago. And that's why I've remained 45 for, oh, a long, long time. Let's put it that way. And I intend to stay 45 because, you know, for me, that was like that magic number. It's like I had the world by the tail, so to speak, right? You know, it was the best health. I was in the best mindset. I was in living my passion. And, you know, and I've continued to do that over the years, you know. So for me, it's, you know, a number is just a number, right? And I like what you said, that when you can discover that your intake, you know, and not just the food that you intake, right? But what are your thoughts, right? That you put in here that impacts. So could you share with the audience a little bit about how your, your thought processing 
makes a difference even if you're eating correctly and how that shifts to maybe run things amok. So why it's more than just one thing that has to happen to harmonize that body. You are absolutely correct. There is more than one thing. And your body, I, I call it like the evil monkey brain. Your body can really, I mean, not sorry, you're not your body, your brain can really sabotage your body. It can really sabotage, uh, I, I think you in your entirety. So I definitely believe that mindset is so important. Um, one of the things I have learned over the last three or four years is really how important daily meditation is, how important sitting and being quiet and grounding and getting your mind ready to start the day is. And the stories that we tell ourselves, the little things that we repeat over and over in our head, uh, they can make or break you. They can keep you happy and healthy and going, or they can send you into a tailspin. So I agree with you that I believe that whole your whole entire being is involved when you're talking about health and wellness. Yeah, exactly. It's not just one little piece of the puzzle, right? And when you look at your organs and how they're situated and how they work and the frequencies they need to have and, you know, and the emotions that they store and how that can cause an organ to really start to dysfunction, right? Can you talk a little bit about maybe, you know, on, on some of the emotions and what organs that they kind of tap into, uh, you know, so people can understand that your thought processing, but your emotions combine to cause an organ to not function. I really think that um, the mind-gut kind of connection is a great representation because your mind and your gut are connected. They call it the second brain. And so if your gut isn't working correctly, if you don't have it in, you know, in prime working condition, it's going to mess up everything. And the, the mind messes with the gut, the gut messes with the mind. They're, they're definitely symbiotic. So I think that's a great way to maybe explain how one thing affects the other. So that when you get that gut feeling, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. that's a time to say, hello, here's your wake up call. Here's your sign, right? Here's your sign. Absolutely. And I think people do not take gut health seriously. And it, it really has, if you start looking at the science and the literature, you will realize how important gut health is to your overall health and well-being. Really, really is important. So if your gut yeah. is out of whack and in a mess, you're going to be out of whack in a mess. Well, because, you know, everything starts there, right? Every, your digestion starts in the mouth, you know, with your saliva and all of that, right? And, and then when everything goes down into the stomach, that's when the liver and the pancreas and the spleen all start throwing enzymes in there to start that digestive process. However, if you've got too much acidity, I mean, you have to have acid in your stomach for digestion, but if you've got way too much, or if you've got too many things going on emotionally, you know, like anger in the liver and things like that, what's going to happen is all of a sudden your stomach doesn't receive the enzyme activity it needs, right? Mm -hmm. 
So when you're working with a client and you start sharing about that gut health, you know, so let's just say I'm your client and I got a major problem. Houston's not working very good down there in that stomach. What would you have me do to start getting that functionality back? So I liken your stomach to a garden. And really to have anything flourish in your garden, you have to have everything in the right, um, let's see, uh, the right measures, the right weather, the right atmosphere, you need the right soil, you need the right nutrients. And the same goes for your gut. We want to have, there. there is bad bacteria and there is good bacteria and you need to have that good bacteria in your gut. So we need to have a nice fertile ground for that good bacteria to flourish. So we need to get rid of the bad stuff, but we definitely wanna make sure that we are helping that good bacteria flourish so that your gut can be as healthy as possible. Yeah, because you know what? Whatever doesn't get broken down in the stomach is going to be going through your intestinal tract. And if it's not broken down, then you're not going to get the nutrition, right? Right. And then you're going to leave a pathway open for like uh, parasites. That's not, that doesn't even sound good, right? That does not sound good at all. <laughs> And it really does lead to other issues, indigestion issues and acid reflux and weight gain. I mean, there are all kinds of things we don't want to have that that gut is kind of responsible for. Well, yeah, you know, when things aren't digesting and breaking apart, it's a little hard to get through those small intestines, especially, right? And then the, things clunk up and then they dry out because a lot they don't drink enough water, right? And all of a sudden, our colons start to get full, right? And now we have not only gut problems, now we have intestinal problems and we have exit problems, right? Yes. And so when you're working on that, what what are some, you know, things that you share with your clients, you know, when you work on sharing, changing the food that you eat, you know, because I know a lot of people say, I, I can't not eat that. I, well, what am I going to do? I can't have that, right? Right. Well, I definitely recommend a good pro and prebiotic. I think those are really important. I do think we need to make sure we're getting good fiber. We are balancing our diet, not having too much of one thing and not, and not enough of another. So you need to make sure you're balanced. You need to make sure you're eating healthy. And you need to really listen to your body. Because I know for me, sometimes I will eat certain foods and then I will think, oh, that was really not good. Um, about a month ago, I was having issues with peanut butter. I don't know why, but I had, I think, a peanut butter sandwich or something, which I eat all the time. And it gave me terrible indigestion and heartburn for days. So I thought, well, I need to back off because my body's telling me that this is not right for me for right now. So I think that's important as well that we listen to our bodies and we really do pay attention to the signals that they give us. You know, I think that's critical what you just said there is to pay attention. You talk about that gut feeling as go back to the gut, right? You know, it's, there's a reason why that slang has always been there, right? And 
observe your body, get to know your body, because it will tell you what it wants and what it doesn't want. You know, and I think one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen, and, and you can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong here, that people who are on diets all the time, you know, it, it's, it's not that they're eating unhealthy. Because I know people who keep putting on weight and they do eat healthy. So yes. what, the, what the heck's going on there? I really think there is a disconnect. Just because you eat healthy doesn't mean you are healthy. And I think at that point, that's the time when you need to reassess. All right, I'm doing the things I think are the right things to do. Um, maybe I need to add something. Maybe I need to take something away. Maybe there's an allergy. Maybe I'm having dairy issues. Um, I know people who have completely eliminated gluten and all of a sudden the weight started coming off or, or dairy. Um, so I think that that's why we really need to pay such close attention to our body and the signals it gives us. And when things are not working the way that they should, that's when we need to sit back and say, let's reassess. What's going on? Why is this happening? Why am I doing all the things I, I know that I should be doing and, and it's not working? So is it is it really true what they say about eating the rainbow? I, I do believe you do need to eat a variety of foods every day. I think you need to eat your fruits, your vegetables, your fiber, your protein, but I think you need to listen because some people have sensitivities to vegetables. Some people have sensitivities. My husband has difficulty with oranges. So orange, you'd think oranges would be good for you, but he has issues. He has some sensitivities to oranges. So again, taking stock and making sure that you are paying attention to your body. It's um, interesting. I was thinking while I was talking, you were talking about how mindset really affects your body. And a lot of the people that I work with suffer from anxiety and depression. And it's definitely something I have had issues with. My daughter has had issues with. My mom has had issues with. It's familial. So I do know something about it. But I have really seen a connection with how your body feels when you're in a depressive state or when you're suffering from anxiety, chest pains, heart racing, difficulty breathing, stomach issues. So all of those things kind of remind us how connected our brain and our body really are. When, you, when you're talking about depression and anxiety, because they pretty much go hand in hand. They do. And, you know, which are all triggered by fear. And we've more than had our share over the last couple of years, right? You know, yes, so you're, you're seeing more, you know, issues showing up. But when when that happens, have you noticed by changing diet, just by changing the foods that you eat and maybe changing some of your thought processes that you have less anxieties maybe and, and less depression and then overall you start to feel better ha, have you experienced that with any of your clients I've experienced it with me so um, I work with uh, a company and we have some incredible products that help use using plant-based nutrition help to turn your body back on so I got on them three or four years ago and I would have suffered from depression and anxiety 
probably, I want to say 15 years, maybe a little longer. And I was on medication for it. Didn't like the side effects of the medication, but, you know, it was better than feeling cruddy. And so once I turned my body back on, once I started flipping switches and activating pathways and getting my body to do the things that it should be doing, um, that it's supposed to be doing, because our bodies are so incredible. I started meditating. I started working on my mindset, retraining my brain, and really being thoughtful about what I say to myself every day. And all of those things combined have helped me to be able to not be on those medications anymore, to be able to handle when situations arise that maybe do cause some anxiety. I'm able to handle them. I'm able to get through them. I have tools. I have things that I can do in my, you know, in my arsenal that I can pull out to help. And so I do think that working together, getting your body the right nutrition, working on your mindset, meditation, and affirmations, daily affirmations, and making sure that you retrain that crazy brain, start saying good things about yourself. I think those things combined definitely make a difference. And, that's and a, yeah, that's a really good point. Get Get that brain not saying those crazy things and start saying, you know, be kind to yourself and be gentle with yourself, right? You know, and you mentioned nutrition, you know, hey, let's face it, you know, we don't get the nutrition in our foods like we used to because it's not in the ground anymore, right? And we get where there's a lot of pollution, you know, so supplementation can be really critical with certain yeah. aspects of life, right? So, Wow. You know, this has been really helpful and, and very inspiring, Michelle. Thank you so much for sharing. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, Nicole's got some questions for you. Excellent. Emotional boosters. Activities to keep learning fun. Express creativity. Family craft projects. Have art breaks. Recharge the mind bring stories to life, make life fun, be empowered. Buy and read the Bella Santini Chronicles. Find Angela on social media. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest calling in from California today, Michelle Johnson, has been sharing some absolutely wonderful words of wisdom all about nutrition and gut health and the mind health and you know how do you talk to yourself and how do you feed yourself it's absolutely been just brilliant and now nicole has some questions for you because she likes to get back into the history and the deep dark secrets so go ahead nicole thanks beverly you know it's it's really about you know what the synergistic holistic change within your body that you're making with this combination of change. What is it, Michelle, that, that brought you to this point where you were like, you know what? I got to make this change. I've got to move forward. I have got to energize. I like to say the three brains for just, just my personal thing that I put on my blog or my vlog is, you know, the, the mind, the heart, and the gut. Because if your gut, like you were talking about, if your gut isn't healthy, then your brain's out of focus. If your brain's out of focus, you don't feel right and you're not happy. 
And when you're not happy, you're not in your heart space, right? And so that's where that meditation helps. And 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 so, you know, you got to get a little bit of sleep and a little sunshine. You got to mix all, like you say, with your garden, right? You're really... Uh, the nutrients you put in your body. What it, you know? What it? What is your garden getting? How are you? How are you? Um, you know? How are you gardening? What are you using? It, it's really finding that perfect magic for where you're at. What brought you to this change, Michelle? So, I'm going to kind of tell you two things. We're going to go back a little bit to when I first um, got diagnosed with depression. Um, I had not felt great for a while, for, for quite a while, uh, but I didn't have a name to it. I didn't know what was wrong. And I, I kind of just felt like something was wrong with me. And it culminated in one night in the middle of winter, I was in my car driving to the other end of town to get some groceries. And I just started to cry and I couldn't stop. I cried for 45 minutes. The rain was pouring down. It was dark. I was in my car. I had to pull into a parking lot because I was just sobbing. And I called my mom and I just said, something is wrong. I, I'm, something's broken. That's what it felt like. And I didn't know what it was. I just said, I can't stop crying. I can't feel happy. I don't, I just want to, I don't want to go anywhere or do anything. I just want to stay home. And it's, it, I knew it was wrong. I knew there was something wrong. And she convinced me to call and find somebody to get in to see immediately, which I did. And that's where I got my diagnosis of clinical depression. And she put me on some medication. And I, there was a lot of side effects. We tried a couple of different medications and I didn't particularly care for the side effects, but at least I was feeling better. Um, so that's the first part of the journey was this getting this diagnosis, realizing that there was something chemically off with my body, with my brain, and kind of at least trying to start to figure out what I could do to help myself. So the other part of the puzzle is that when I was, from the time I was a small child, I have always had sensitivities to medication. So if it said may cause drowsiness, I was knocked out. If it said may cause nausea, I was vomiting for hours. So I've always just been that person that had to really monitor what I took. And it kind of culminated a few years ago with, uh, I, I took some Vicodin for a migraine and I had an anaphylactic reaction. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I just knew that felt like an elephant was on my chest and I couldn't breathe and I didn't feel good. And so when it passed, I called the doctor in the morning. The doctor told me that was an anaphylactic reaction. That was bad. <laughs> you should have gone to the hospital. We need to, um, we need to put a red flag on your health file saying, don't give you anything in that family. So knowing I suffer from depression, also knowing that I have some real issues with medication, not liking the side effects of what I was taking for the depression led me down a path of just searching for answers. I knew there had to be something out there. I knew there had to be a better way, uh, a way that could help me help myself more naturally without all the dang side effects. So I, I have tried everything. I've dug into the research. 
I tried chiropractic. I tried uh, acupuncture. Um, my little Chinese acupuncturist was adorable and she got me on her Chinese herbs. So that is that was kind of the what led me down the path to be able to start digging into looking for holistic alternatives. Wow, you know, thank you for sharing that because it, it's so important for people to understand that, hey, there's something going on with me and I, I feel broken and I need help and you ask for help. It may not have been the help that you fully needed right now, but it was that journey that took you to where you are today. And not everybody reaches out for that. And not always can the people that we are closest to, they can't always help us because they don't necessarily understand that depression or, or that, that uh, mental breakdown at that point or that stress break, you know. And, and you, you know, the, the, the great thing about this show is that we connect to people synchronistically as you know, I have gone through mental health journeys, a lot of mental health in my family, and I am so blessed to be on the journey talking to people like you who understand that getting some sunshine, that taking supplements, you know, maybe getting a protein drink or your green cleansing drink or um, detoxing from parasites or just detoxing um, from whatever, maybe even fasting or changing your diet to fit you. What What is the change here? And as you mentioned before, you know, when we talk about the gut, it doesn't matter necessarily what you eat in the gut. It's, you know, that's why there's different programs now for weight loss because sometimes it's here or sometimes it's our environment, our toxins in our environment or the toxic people we're around. And I learned, you know, and I, I, I knew that and I had to make that move myself. And so this is why it's so important for me to share with you to say, hey, yes, because I'm with you. You know, I'm, I'm here cheering you on because it's like, you know, I have, it has changed my mental health. Or if I get sick and I can't go outside or I can't get to the gym, I have a hard day. And that mental health changes because, and some people around me don't understand, I got to get physical activity. I have got to get out of my headspace. And the best way for me to get out of my headspace is to get outside to go somewhere else and not to be here. If I'm having a critical moment at home or in the office, I need to get out of that place that I'm having that moment at. That's my personal thing. It's interesting that you say mm -hmm. that because, well, first of all, I wanted to make the comment that for people who do not suffer from mental health issues, who've never had anxiety or depression, it's really easy for those people to say, oh, come on, just snap out of it. Power through it. Come on. You know, you're, you're good. Just, just push through. I would love it. And you cannot, when you are truly suffering from clinical depression or anxiety, it is not something you can power through. I'm sorry. It's just not. No. Um, it's not something you can just um, put a smile on your face and get up and keep going and it will just get better automatically. It won't. So you have to be very proactive. There are things that you can do to help yourself. Um, one of the things I tell people that I'm working with is when you're in an anxious moment, when you're having that, I call it a loop, a really bad anxiety loop where you just, you get stuck in it and you can't get out, right? You just are going, it's like that um, 
when you're getting online somewhere and it's telling you connecting bandwidth. Right? <laughs> yes, it's like yes. that little you get stuck in that little thing going around and round and round and and you can't get out. So the key is break the cycle. Get up, get out, take a walk outside. Even if it's five minutes, get up, get out, take a walk outside. Put on some music that makes you feel incredible. Your favorite song, like Walking on Sunshine, you know, that one. Um, put something great on your headphones and get out and take a walk. Or watch a funny movie or call a funny friend. But things like that that help just break that that little loop that you're in and pull you out of that cycle is so important. So I heard you say the same things. Yeah. That's exactly what I tell people. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I tell people that too. I love that you say that because I do. I'm like, you, you are, you're searching for that bandwidth. You're like, okay, here I am. Yes. Here I am. I'm chasing my tail. And, yes. and, and, it, and it's hard for people to get in. And, you know, I can laugh about it when I'm not in that moment because it's, 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 it's a crazy space and, and just be like, how do I get there sometimes? And not everybody understands it. I don't expect that you do. But I do ask for people that want to claim the stress for attention that they, they understand it's a little bit different. We're not attention seekers. There's a deep mental issue and there's a deep anxiety and depression that we can spiral into. And it's very different than that person that just needs a moment and they're they're yes. stressed or they're they're triggered in that moment and and they can they can separate for it or ask for help or just kind of maybe do something else it it is not that moment it's it's way way out here and and so being able to decipher like hey you know what sometimes because when i when i coach and i really teach people get out of your trigger and sometimes it's just get out of your space really you do you need to walk away get out of your space just pattern interrupt detach get away from that and go somewhere else but to to stay in that space and to to perpetuate it is not a safe thing and so in order for that to stop remember that there's other people around you and that's the best way for you to just walk those are the times you need to just walk away hey you know what you're you're stepping over the line you're in my boundaries and the great way to do that is to be able to have those recoveries have that nutrition and have that diet and have that supplementation, have that exercise program, have those great plans and know where, what your day is. Plan, you don't have to plan every moment, but if you start to plan your day, then your head can go, oh, I can reach for this, yes. or I can walk outside and go down this trail, or I can get some sunshine, or I can call a friend because your head will go, oh, okay, I can get out of this space. So when you have yourself with boundaries and you have it set up, it is a game changer to be able to just reach and grab that and go, oh, that's all I need. I just need to change that moment. And it will make people who live with you and people who know you, when they start to recognize that, hey, whoops, you're, you're stepping over the line. Let me go grab what I need to grab, get out of my head space and come back and you're a changed person just like that. How has it affected you where you can just make quick changes? Has it, have you seen that, oh, it took me days or months or weeks to make a change. Now it's like, I could just pivot. Has that been a game changer for you? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, prior to all of this, I would get into my, my depressive states and I definitely noticed that things got worse certain times of the year. So usually the beginning of the school year, 
because it was way more stressful. And the end of the school year, those kind of two times of the year were, were harder. So I knew, um, oh, you know, this is going to be bad. And it would be weeks, if not months, of just feeling really awful and having a hard time being able to pull myself out of it. Uh, the medication did make a difference. I'm not going to lie and say that it didn't do anything. It did. I, I at least felt like I could laugh again. And I hadn't felt like I could laugh for a very long time. Now, when things come up and I have tougher days or months or weeks, because sometimes those things still happen, um, the beginning of the school year still happens every year, but now I know the things that I need to do for myself. I wake up every day and start my morning before I even get out of bed with meditation and affirmations, and I do them every night before I go to bed. I take time to, to give myself what I need. I take time to ground. I take time to clear my head. I am taking internally the things I need to take for my body, but I'm also doing the things up here that I need to do for my brain. So now when those things happen, I can say, all right, I know what to do. I can do some breath work. I can go outside and sit outside in my yard and meditate for 15 minutes or whatever, or put on some music and listen to that for 10 minutes. And I can get out of it and, and switch my mindset back to where I need to be to get where I need to go. Wow, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. We can have an easier life. You, you can have a little bit of love with boundaries there and, yes. and, and, and help yourself. And when people see this magical transformation in you, then they in your environment will awaken to what the possibilities are for them. And, and how it affects one another. And it's a beautiful thing because you feel better, you vibrate better, we see you and you've got not only these great colors on, but you're just, you've got a, that vibrance to your energy feel. And, and people know that just listening to you, even on the podcast or whether they're watching the video, people can see that that is truly you. That you walk the walk, you talk the talk, and that that is your daily practice. And this is the realness of who you are. Michelle, thank you so much. I'm going to bring Beverly in because I know she's got a few great, more great questions for you. Thank you. You're welcome. What a delight listening to you guys' conversation. You know, and it's something that we all go through at one point in life. You know, if somebody says, oh, I've never been depressed. Well, you know what? Depression comes in so many levels. You know, you don't have to be in that position to where you're, you're, you know, like you said, bawling your eyes out or crawling under the covers and don't want to talk to anybody. There's just so many variables of it. And it's a part of life. It's a part of what happens with the emotional life that we have because we all have emotions that's what part of this being in the skin bags all about right <laughs> so 100%. it's it's been a a very interesting ride here today and listening to all those great words of wisdom because that's what 360 is all about is really sharing information to the audience and now i'm going to ask one more thing of you okay could you share with the audience three tips that they can walk away from this conversation and start to incorporate in their life to start finding some of that uniqueness 
that they might not believe is really there, but it's there. Tip number one, daily affirmations. I cannot stress how important I think that those are. And that is something you can do. It doesn't cost a dime. You can sit down and you can write out five or 10 things. I am, and then fill in the blank. I am strong. I am powerful. I am abundant. I am successful. When you change the words that you say to yourself, it changes your, your mental health. It changes your brain. And I think for so long, we, as, as women especially, are so hard on ourselves. And we tell ourselves, man, I'm not good enough for that. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. I'm not funny enough. So we need to change those, that, that word, those words. We need to change the language. So number one would be daily affirmations. Tip number two, take time to meditate every single day, even if it's 10 minutes. Um, I just think sitting down in a quiet place with time for yourself. Nobody around, turn off your phone, go somewhere where your phone can't hear you, put it down, walk away from it, and just take time to just be with yourself. Focus on your breathing, quiet yourself. You will be amazed at how quickly things change affirmations, meditation, and then you need to make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do for your body to, to be healthy. Whatever you put into it needs to be good for you. You know, look for nutritional supplements or just food. What good food you need to put in your body and exercise, you know, so taking care of your body, I think is also key. So affirmations, meditation, taking care of what you put in your body and make sure you do something good for your body every day. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And it's so relevant, you know, and I do my affirmations. I do my meditations and I'm always checking to say, okay, my body's tired of this. I got to shift to something else. What's it going to be? Right. And as soon as you do, it's like your body just lights up like bingo. Oh my goodness, I feel great, right? So Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Nicole, thank you for being here. And if anyone wants to reach out to Michelle, all of her information is going to be attached to the video. It's going to be attached to the audio, all of her, her social media, her dot coms. I don't know, maybe even your phone number's in there. That's Nicole's department. So she's putting all that stuff in there. So if you liked this, you know, reach out and share and comment on this video. Let her know what you like most about her story and what did she do to help you maybe get one step closer to where you want to go. So thank you again, Michelle, everyone. This is 360 Wisdom Speaks saying sayonara. <laughs>